Hey everyone, welcome to Everyday Perspectives, and I'm your host, Erin Panzarella. I've been thinking a lot about trust lately because it keeps coming up in my life that I do not trust myself. I do not trust that the universe is going to work out in my favor right now. I usually am in a more trusting kind of mindset. It's really important for me to understand that this little slump that I'm going through is not going to last forever. The way to get out of it is to trust. That's to trust that everything is going to work out in the way that it's supposed to and that I am on the right path if I'm living aligned in my truth and I'm doing the things that feel right for me and if I'm stepping into the unknown and I'm getting out of my comfort zone and I'm doing all the things that I've always wanted to do, then everything is going to work out exactly as it's supposed to. I wasn't feeling that way the past week and a half. I really was not trusting that everything was going to work out in the way that it was supposed to. I was very much bogged down by the human stuff. I was bogged down by the day-to-day mundane work things and feeling a little consumed by the drama of life, I guess, by the everyday things. And a lot of the reasons why I'm even having this podcast is because I understand that not everyone can just go meditate on a mountaintop. That's not really the spiritual journey for many of the people, especially the people who are listening to this, because there's no podcasts on mountaintops, I don't think. It needs to be accessible to the everyday person. And I know that it is because I am an everyday person. I'm not working in my quote unquote dream job. I'm not doing the things that people would view as highly successful. I'm just, you know, working my nine to five, doing life. And I think that it becomes this type of idea that it's unattainable to be happy or to view yourself as killing it in life if you don't have the outside things looking like they're perfect. If you don't have the outside things looking like, oh, you got the dream job and you had the dream relationship and everything looks so wonderful. That is so disheartening to me when I see that within the spiritual community or, or when I see it in like the fitness, re- the fitness realm that people look a certain way or they're supposed to be a certain way. And I don't really feel that I fit that. I don't fit it. I don't look like the perfect person. I don't live my life in that I'm accomplishing all the things that I want to accomplish. There's all these spiritual teachers that I see that are doing the podcast as part of their income. They're doing their healing modalities as their primary job or they're specializing in the things that make their soul sing as their main source of income. And while that is definitely attainable, I think, for myself in the future, that's not where I am right now. I'm just someone who's working from home during COVID-19, doing accounting for a nonprofit. And I've figured a lot of things out that helped me step out of that victim mentality that helped me understand that I am a co-creator with the universe. And I've connected to a lot of different spiritual aspects of my own life. I understand the connections between everything. And I know that I am able to step out of 
severe hardships without feeling like my life is completely over. I know that I'm able to basically go into life with a level head most of the time. The last week and a half has felt kind of hard. It's felt like I used to feel, but not really. (laughs) It's felt like that to an extent because when I used to feel down, I legitimately could not get out of bed. I was heavily depressed. I was waking up in the middle of the night with like paralyzing anxiety. I was screaming in my sleep sometimes. And so obviously I had a lot of things that I needed to work out and these spiritual tools helped me work them out. But because this is a forever journey, I had a slump. I'm having a little bit of a low and I feel like I'm kind of on the other side of it at this point, but it still came up today. It came up yesterday. It's been coming up and I keep having to remind myself that I need to trust that everything is the way it is supposed to be. I need to trust in myself that I am moving in the direction that I want to be going in. And I am because I'm doing the things that make me move in that direction. But it's hard to remember that when you're feeling kind of bogged down, when you're feeling low and physically energized, I've been feeling low. I haven't been able to get out of bed earlier than 8 a.m. I start work at 9 and I've been like kind of getting out of bed a little bit earlier each day, but then this morning was later again. It was like 8.40. And I really don't like to start my day by just getting out of bed and running to my computer to go to to work. That's not something that feels right for me. I feel good when I get up earlier, when I get up over an hour earlier, so I can build in these practices that have helped me so much into my morning routine. There's a book called The Miracle Morning, which my best friend had given to me, I think for my birthday or Christmas. I don't know. Let me know, Jess. (laughs) But she got me The Miracle Morning for writers. And then I bought The Miracle Morning, which is just an actual routine that you're supposed to establish. And there's a bunch of different steps. I can actually link it in the description of how this person completely transformed his life by making his morning miracle routine. And I really resonated with that. I know that's very true for my own life, but I haven't been able to get out of bed and do it. And by I haven't been able to, it's that I haven't pushed myself to get out of bed because I don't feel like getting out of bed to do the things that I feel good in. But I talk about this all the time in my Instagram posts. And if you're not following me, if you want to connect with me, I'm at Erin Panzarella on Instagram. But I always talk about how the motivation doesn't come. A lot of the times, it's not this miraculous thing that comes to you. You do have to push yourself in the beginning when you've fallen out of a habit or you're developing a new habit in order to gain momentum. And I definitely am not in that momentum place right now where I'm not getting out of bed at the time that feels right for me. I'm not practicing yoga before or after work, which is something that I really know is such an important tool for me. I practiced two days ago and it's funny because I'm like kind of beating myself up about it, but literally I practice yoga every day for like three or four months and I was doing really well. And I'm having a little bit of an off time. And here I am beating myself up about it. But I still am practicing more yoga than I've ever practiced before. 
<laughs> I have a like 10 pass monthly that I always get for like my birthday or for Christmas from John, my boyfriend, because that's like one of the gifts that I know that I'll always use. But I signed up for it, I think in March and it's expiring on September 10th. And I've been going to yoga in the park and I've been going to some other, I did virtual classes in my yoga studio, but I've really been practicing more on my own and really just flowing to what feels right for me. And now this pass is expiring on September 10th and I signed up for like five classes in the next (laughs) eight days, which is totally not going to work out. And I also just got a new tattoo on my back top shoulder and I just don't even know if I can like lay down on it yet. So I'm like signing up for all these yoga classes. Don't even know if it's going to be possible. And I'm here I am beating myself up like, oh, why didn't I go more during this quarantine? Meanwhile, I literally practice yoga every single day. So it's funny that we often beat ourselves up for certain things, but we're not. It's not true. We're not showing the truth. And here I am like beating myself up for having a low few days. But like I literally ran a 5K a few days ago. That's been my new running routine is running a 5K because I'm doing the 10K app and I just like graduated from the 5K app. So now my practice has been basically running 5Ks until I build up the ability to run a little bit more. And so this Couch to uh, 10K app, which has been so great. I recommend it for anyone who wants to get into running that like really wants to get into it because I did not force myself to run. I really, truly wanted to be able to run because I know it's a huge limiting belief that I have and I truly wanted to do it. So I wouldn't say like, if you want to force yourself to go run, do it because I think that forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do is really silly. And I think that it's not something that's sustainable, but I've been able to sustain my running practice and my yoga practice because they're things that I truly enjoy doing. I'm losing this trust in myself that I can like kind of get back into being extremely active. And I'm losing this trust that this is just a low period. And like, it hasn't even been two weeks of me feeling this way. And I've been running more than I ever ran. I never ran before um, going into isolation basically in March. So it's here I am. I'm like doing way more things than I've ever done before. I have this podcast that I'm really trying to be consistent with. Even though last week that was a little hard, but I didn't make up for it because I really wanted to by putting out two episodes in one week. And here I am berating my accomplishments as if they're nothing. It's kind of sad, I guess. And I'm really trying to reframe and to take a step back and say like, hey, wow, I'm doing a really good job. We're so often our biggest critics and we don't trust in our own abilities or we don't trust in ourselves that we're gonna get through whatever we're gonna get through it has all been culminating to this point where I have to remember to trust myself to trust that everything is working out in my favor to trust that I am where I'm supposed to be and maybe this low point is just part of the ebbs and flows and the cycles and rhythms that I just don't feel great and that's okay And I'm just realizing that I'm getting my period in two days. And like, here I am beating myself up because I'm PMSing probably. What's up with that? I get kind of into this mentality that if I have a few off days, then I'm I'm off. And that's so limiting. 
I'm limiting myself by thinking that, oh, I'm having an off time. And, like, even though that might be true, it's just, like, this temporary little point. And, like, that's why I really wanted to speak about emotions last week because I forget that emotions are temporary and that they're fleeting and we have to feel them and we have to allow ourselves to feel them without beating ourselves up for it in order to move through it. And so here I am, like, understanding right now as I'm talking of how hard I've been on myself. And how untrusting I've been that I'm in the right direction because of certain things that have gone on in the past week and a half that really made me reconsider my own intuition, my own inner guidance. And I'm done. I'm freaking done with it. I don't want to have these things that make me not trust myself or not trust that I'm going in the right direction. And if you hear any music outside, really sorry. Queen's life. All right, I think they're gone. So I just am realizing that I don't trust myself to be successful. I don't trust myself that I'm going to make it out okay if I have a few off days. And it's all about reconnecting within and doing the things that make me tune into my own intuition. These are tools that I've created this podcast to share with people. And then when I'm in this space, I forget to use the tools myself. And that's okay. I don't have to beat myself up for forgetting. But this is kind of a huge reminder to myself and for anyone else who feels maybe kind of low or feels like they're not accomplishing what they think they should be accomplishing or thinks that they can't trust their own abilities or trust themselves to know what's best for them. And you have to trust yourself. When I was growing up, I never trusted that I knew what was right for me. I always truly believed that everyone else knew better. And that's really why I developed an Adderall addiction, because I didn't trust my own ability to do what I thought I was supposed to be doing. So I needed extra help. I needed a push in the direction to get myself into a space where I trusted that I would be doing what was acceptable and living your life needing others approvals needing other people to sign off on what you're doing and listening to everyone else above yourself just leads into deep depression terrible anxiety and we come up with these kind of expectations of what life is supposed to be based on what other people told us or based on what we just had in our minds. And when we don't live in that way, we don't think that we're doing life right. We don't trust that all these things are going to come together and work out. And it's really interesting to me to understand that sometimes I just don't trust. I don't trust in the universe. I don't trust myself. I don't trust that things are going to be okay because I'm consumed by all the day-to-day stuff that's going on. And I forget. I just forget. Hilarious. (laughs) I just picked up my phone before and I was like, so trust has been coming up a lot for me. My best friend, Jess, she did energy healing for me and it was so wonderful. It completely helped move my energy. And I know that it's been a big catalyst in me feeling way better than I was feeling. And then I went camping with John, which completely helped too with connecting with him, connecting with nature. I 
had the moon circle with Jess and a few other friends, and it was great. I, I do Reiki at the healing circle. feels really great. And all these things are building back that trust, building back these practices that help me cultivate this trust environment. And I keep seeing messages about trust everywhere. They're coming through every single place that I'm not even looking. So even like I just like opened up my emails the other day and the girl was writing about trust in the past two blog posts that I've written were both on trust. And the messages that came through in my meeting with Jess were how I have to trust myself. And a lot of the um, full moon messages were about trust. And I'm just seeing trust, 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 trust everywhere, which is obviously how I internalize it is that this is the big message that I need. I don't know about everyone else, but this full moon was made for me. <laughs> it's reminding me to trust. But sometimes I really do feel that way, even though, of course, it's a little silly. But all these things coming up at the points that they're coming up are just reminding me that, yes, trust is key in my own life. Trust is where I'm going to figure out the silly little things that don't really matter. And trust is really what I need to be cultivating in my life. So I'm thinking trust, 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 seeing it everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, that's really funny that like I never remember seeing it this often. Like I never do. And I look at my freaking phone background. Phone background. Not even kidding. My phone background, guys, that has been this for months, months, is trust the timing of your life. What? When did that? I legitimately have had that as my phone background for months. And I didn't even freaking realize that it says trust the timing of your life. Like how insane is that? I remember I actually changed the phone background because I saw some tips on like self-help and self-improvement on like what is like a small little thing that you can do that you didn't even like realize that you could do that will help like boost your energy or whatever. And apparently putting a phone background is not one of the things that I thought that it was because I didn't even freaking read it. Apparently. (laughs) I just could not believe that literally my phone background says trust the timing of your life. I'm going to link it just so you guys are like, see what I'm talking about because it's gigantic. And how did I miss that? And it's funny because basically this has been, this message has been screaming at me. I have it in my hands all the freaking time, way over my head. It's so important to have these reminders, but sometimes we're blind to the reminders. If we're not tuned in to our own intuition, if we're not tuned in, we don't even see the signs that are coming right at us, that are in our hand, literally. This, this sign could not have been any closer to me because I have my phone all the time and I didn't even see it. And here I am. I'm like, oh, trust, trust, trust coming up so often. But it literally was here for months. So I find that super interesting because here I am like saying like, oh, trust really wasn't something that I thought that I needed. But now I'm realizing how big it is in my experience and how I've lost sight of trust. And I haven't, so I guess, like, it really comes down to not believing that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to, even though I do truly believe that. And it's, I forget. And that's okay. 
we forget stuff. You know, it, it happens. We're human. And sometimes we're tuned in and sometimes we're tuned totally out. And of course, this entire process, my entire life is dedicating to being more tuned in within and to shut out the noise and to shut out other people's opinions when they are completely hindering my experience. I think it's also kind of an important thing to understand that other people's opinions and other people's feelings are very important to take into consideration at points. So like I think about someone who is, I guess I'll use this as an example. Someone is flaky. People can say like, oh, wow, like this person who is flaky can say I'm taking care of me. All the other people like they have to deal with it, which is a great message overall that we have to be willing to disappoint other people as long as we are being true to ourselves. And that is a great aspect. I am learning to navigate that. I'm learning to set boundaries. I'm learning to say no. I'm learning to cancel when I need to cancel. And I'm learning all these things. However, when it's your habit of constantly canceling, never being reliable, that's different. And I think that there's this fine line between like being true to you and really tuning within and then being a flaky person. I think that there's a differentiating factor, but I'm realizing that I have to tune in and shut out all the noise of other people when this noise is distracting me from my purpose. And this noise is distracting me from what I truly know to be true and that is serving me in the best of ways, but other people cannot see that. And then I lose sight of my own intuition and my own God because I'm distracted by their opinions about it. And that is a very important thing to understand. It's an important thing to realize. I'm really trying to figure out the best way to walk this line of being true to myself and by being kind and being a good person. And by being mindful of other people's feelings and being compassionate, but also understanding that sometimes I'm going to have to disappoint people when I'm living my own life. Or sometimes I'm going to have to do a lot of things that people do not understand, and it's not their job to understand. It's not their job to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's not their job to figure it out. It's not their job to be on board with it, but it's my job to not care if they're on board, if it's in my highest good, and if it's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I have to trust in those moments where everyone else is doubting me that I'm doing the right thing. It's so important. And it's hard. It's been really hard for me this week. And with the stuff at work, when things get boring or when they get stressful and I'm like oh god why am I even doing this and I lose sight of that purpose and I lose sight of that trust and I'm like oh what if I just quit my job but like no (laughs) maybe one day but I trust right now and I know that I am here for a reason and I trust that things are going to work out because I'm being consistent And because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm taking the time outside of my workday to dedicate my time to things that I know are going to bring me forward. 
And that's going to turn into something if I allow it to. And if I trust that it is. And it's so important to understand that I can live my purpose every day, even when I work on nine to five. I can trust that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, even if it doesn't look like I'm living my dream job. It doesn't have to be my dream job. I just show up as I am, authentically me, and trusting. And beautiful things are going to unfold. I know it. Because beautiful things have already unfolded. But when I'm lost in this trust issue, it's hard to be grateful. And it's hard to step out of it and see what great things have happened. But if I really shake myself up and say like, hey girl, there's so much to be grateful for here. Then I remember writing gratitude lists is really helpful because I think that when I get stuck in this stress and I get stuck in whatever, writing what I'm grateful for brings me back into reality. There's so many things that I want to provide to all of you during this podcast on my social media, I'm working on a lot of exciting new projects, and I trust that they're going to help at least one person. And that's that makes all of this worth it. I am trusting in that fact, and that is what is helping me show up every single day. I have no doubts about it. So when someone, like someone already did, leaves a one-star review... I can be like, you know what? F it. I trust that someone's going to get something out of this. And I truly know that. So when I get all insecure and when I get all down on myself, I can get lost in that one-star review. I can. And I think that's normal. We want to be accepted by the people that are listening. If we put out something and it's a piece of our heart, being creative is putting out a piece of you. And even though sometimes it really just feels like things are flowing through me and I'm not even creating anything, it's just... I'm stepping out of my own way and allowing the creation to come through. It's still hurtful when someone doesn't see the beauty in your creation. That makes sense that it hurts. So when I see a one-star review, when I don't have that many reviews, I'm like, oh, God, ouch, my heart. But I can't let that opinion sway my trust. I can't. And I don't want to. And I know that if I did, it would be such a disservice to myself and to others. If I just gave up on this, which I will never do, because I know that this is part of my purpose, that would be tragic. I truly feel like there would be some sort of potential that I'm not reaching because I'm not doing what's aligned with my authentic truth. And I'm not and I'm letting my inability to trust that something is going to come out of it sway me into inaction. And I don't want to do that. I'm never going to let myself do that if I'm aware of it. So that's really all I wanted to talk about with trust. That's what's been on my mind today. And I'm going to pull a card and then go into our mindfulness moment. But if you want to connect with me, I would really freaking love it. I am going to start being a little more interactive here because I want to connect with people. That's why I'm starting this. So if you want to message me on Instagram at Erin Panzarella, I have a blog at www.erinpanzarella.com. I'm always accessible when I'm (laughs) 
on social media. I'm not really always accessible because I'm trying to not be on my phone as much, but there are ways to reach me. There are ways to connect with me. I want to connect with you. I want to hear your opinions. I want to know what you want to hear. Do you feel the same way I do about trust? Have you lost trust a little bit? Let's get it back together. Let's work on it. And I'm going to be coming up with some materials that I think that are going to be super helpful to anyone listening. I can't wait to unveil it to the public. I'm still working on it, but that's some exciting things to come. And yeah, so let's get this card reading on and then we'll go into our mindfulness moment. And I'll link the information to the card deck as well, because this has been like just like a very nice card deck to have. I have a lot. So these are actually the... I've only pulled this card for the podcast so far. I'm definitely going to branch out some more and I'll link whenever I use a different card deck, but just wanted to share that with you because these cards are awesome. The card that I pulled is Soul Family and it says, call in your tribe. You don't have to do it alone. It's time to call in your soul family and support team. People who get you at a soul level. People who are the same kind of weird as you. People who are your chosen family. They are coming and they are looking for you. If you haven't found them yet, this is a sign that they are close by. But in order for them to find you and recognize you when they do, it is important that you stop dimming your light and truly let yourself be seen. If you have already found them, then you are being called to let them support you and perhaps also assemble a wider support team. Your support team can consist of all types of people, such as therapist, coach, mentor, or healer. Tune in to what kind of support you need now. Work your light action. Call in your support team now. That's beautiful. I trust that my support team, your support team are on their way. And maybe we can be each other's support team. Like I said, I'm here. And now if you want to join me for this short little mindfulness moment. If you want to sit up in your chair Just watch your breath as it goes in and out. Breathe in slowly and deeply. Want to close your eyes and do a scan, quick body scan. Imagine a white light pouring into the top of your head. This beam of light supporting you. Let yourself be surrounded by this white light. And if you want to join me in repeating, I trust in me silently for the next minute or so. I trust in me. I trust in me. I trust in me.
It's so important to trust that everything is working out in our favor and to trust ourselves during the process. If you want to join me in taking two deep inhales and exhales, deep inhale in, And sigh it out. One more time at your own pace, whatever feels right for you. Deep inhale in. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you'll connect with me. Be on the lookout for new offerings that are coming soon. I'm Erin, and I'm so grateful that you joined me today, and I'll catch you on the next one.